Welcome to the Covenant Podcast today. Thank you all for tuning in and joining us. I'm glad that you are here. Um, today, uh, we have a very special guest um, on our podcast. The last few weeks, we've been talking to different people um, about uh, their journey and how to become a better disciple. And so, um, I want to introduce the Covenant family to a good friend of mine, the Reverend Ronnie Fields. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, what's going on, Dwan? And, and I prefer to go by the right reverend. The right reverend. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. So, um, Ronnie, why don't you uh, just briefly tell us a little bit. I know who you are, where you're from, but tell our audience um, a little bit about you, what you do. Okay, sure. Yeah, I am currently serving as the senior pastor at First Christian in Guthrie, Oklahoma, Guthrie is where I was raised, so I'm actually serving my home church now. I have uh, I went to OU, got my undergrad at OU, went to seminary at TCU, and served ch- churches in, well, actually, I started in when I was in college, in Cashin, mm-hmm. Fort Worth, Odessa, El Reno, Oklahoma, and now in Guthrie. Okay, so, cool. How long have you been in Guthrie? I've been here almost, four, well, it's three and a half. We'll say three and a half years. Okay, cool. So... Um, it, so I've, I've known Ronnie for about a year now is how long I've known him and, um, really good dude. And, um, he actually, um, he, uh, uh, he, he did us, he preached for a friend of ours and, um, I watched the sermon online and it blew me away. Um, I didn't know that Ronnie had this story because the story that Ronnie has, it touched me. And I think all of you are going to somehow be able to connect uh, to his story. So, Ronnie, if you just just start us off how you want to with, with your story. Okay, sure. Uh, so I'd say the, probably the best way to, to do this is that I, I belong to a club that, uh, that I didn't I, I don't really want to belong to. I think a lot of us can relate to that. There's various clubs that we belong to that we don't want to belong to. And mine happens to be uh, kind of unique and different in that my mom was killed in the Oklahoma City bombing on April 19th, 1995. Mm-hmm. I was 21 at the time, mm-hmm. still in college at OU. And uh, and so, you know, just uh, right towards the end of my college career, and still trying to figure out where I was going and what I was doing. And, yeah. and so that happened. And uh, I, I would I say that. I mean, I was definitely probably 80% going to ministry at that point. Uh-huh. I really kind of felt that call. And so, yeah. Well, and, uh, doing and, that stuff. So, yeah. And, and you know, I think the, the uh, that happened. That, that's one of those things that, um, especially you and the club that you're in that we all remember where we were when we heard that news. Mm-hmm. And so you knew that your mother was working in the building when it happened. And so when you first found out, how did you discover what happened? Well, so I was, so I was living in the fraternity house at the time and our cook came running in and he said, Hey, there was an explosion downtown. And I was like, Oh, okay. And so we, we went and turned the TV on and there was my mom's building. Um, in fact, I had been there the day before to get, you know, just one of those things, college, I forgot my insurance verification from a car. Right. So I actually went up to visit her the day before. And so there was the building and it's one of those deals. It's so surreal. And you're trying to figure out, you know, where her office is in relation to the camera. Cause it was just so chaotic uh-huh. and the rumble and everything. And, 
called my dad. He was at work and, you know, of course, both of us were freaked out and, and, uh, and we just basically played the waiting game until they found, found her body, which was a few days later. Oh, so it was actually a few days before you, oh man, that had to have been terrible waiting those couple days. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, of course it is one of those things you, you pray and pray sure. for a miracle that, that they would find her alive, that maybe she was, you know, the, in the DEA, they, you know, maybe she was in the bathroom or maybe she was in the vault, uh-huh. uh, you know, they have this, you know, big, huge steel vault. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe she was in there and they, you know, just getting it. Maybe she might be okay. Or, uh-huh. and, uh, some of those things, but you know, it, unfortunately that was not the case for my mom. Uh, right. there was a couple of agents, a couple of people in her office who, who did survive. Uh-huh. Uh, one, one guy was in the elevator when it went off. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, so, so yeah, so then, I mean, and then, then that was it. Yeah. And so, so, uh, so basically you become a part of a club, um, who your mother has been killed by one of the most notorious killers in the world, especially at the time and maybe of all time. And how do you process that? Well, you know, and what's interesting is, is I've done more research in that and, and even come to grips with it myself, um, is just the importance, and, and this is, I know this, you know, the, the, where we're headed, is the importance of forgiveness. Yeah. Timothy McVeigh killed those, you know, whatever, the, I can't ever remember the number, I'm not good with numbers, uh-huh. <laughs> just remembering those things. Right. But the, he killed those men, women, and children because of forgiveness. He, he could not forgive the government for what happened at Ruby Ridge and, and Waco, mm-hmm. for right. for the things that happened there, and, and, and that's what that's where I mean, it, and it's crazy to think about, but that's where f- the inability to forgive can lead us. Mm-hmm. You know, we think, oh my gosh, that's awful, that's terrible, mm-hmm. but it can lead us to do inhuman things mm-hmm. when we don't forgive. Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus, I mean, t- you know, as as disciples, that's why Jesus preaches forgiveness so much. He knows how much that right. that unforgiveness can eat away at us like mm-hmm. a cancer, mm-hmm. and just make us do crazy things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and even for myself, I knew early on that, that that was something that I was going to have to do mm-hmm. for my own health and sanity yeah. because ultimately forgiveness is not for the other person. Sure. Uh, so, so often in our life when, when we're wronged or hurt by someone else, they may not know it or they may not care. Yeah. And, and they, even if they do care, I mean, and, and hopefully they do care, but, but a lot of times they don't, they, they won't know. Mm-hmm. about forgiveness and so forgiveness really is for for us and our well-being mm-hmm. and, and when we one of those you know that's the thing there's lots of things with forgiveness one of those things is that when we don't forgive we allow that person to continue to have power over us mm-hmm. to impact our daily life to affect the way that we interact with our family and friends because mm-hmm. we continue to carry that that hurt that wrong mm-hmm. around and so we have to give we have to give that up give up our perceived right to get even. I mean, that's, that's definitely one of those things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the Bible even tells us that, that our life depends on forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't forgive, then you're not forgiven. Right, right. And, uh, so, yeah. so you definitely have to have to process yeah. that. Well, I thought I think what you, what you said, and, and I remember you saying this the first time I heard you that I had never, it never crossed my mind um, when you were talking about Timothy McVeigh, the reason he did what he did is because he couldn't forgive. And, yeah. and that a lot of people, I'd say, um, I guess the more I thought about that and processed that is that people do evil to other people because somewhere they feel they were wronged and they can't let it go. And so yep. evil is a proponent of not being able to forgive. 
Yeah, for sure. Wow. And, but, sure. and, and now, so you, you, you said you've kind of been looking and researching into that, and now you have to go through your own process of forgiving a very evil man. Yeah. So what did, yeah, but, that, what did that look like? Well, I think, I think coming to grips with what forgiveness is and isn't, I uh-huh. think is, is definitely one of those, <clears throat> one of those steps. Well, and, and even just, again, back to, so for myself, you know, it was as a Christian, as a disciple, forgiveness was very important mm-hmm. and, and working through that. So, so I think, you know, looking at misconceptions, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the one, you know, the number one to me is forgiving doesn't mean forgetting. Yeah. You know, that there's that, it's a stupid saying, but you know, forgive and forget. No, I, I, I can never forget that my mom is not with me anymore because someone took her life. Yeah. I, yeah. I can never forget that. Right. Um, but I can forgive that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, and, and it doesn't mean, Forgiving doesn't mean going back for more. If I'm if I'm in a if someone's in an abusive relationship, forgiveness doesn't mean you, you just keep going back for more. You you, right. you you can forgive that person from a distance sure. and let that person you know continue down their their way. And and so uh, and, and again, I I, you know, I keep saying this: forgiveness is for you, not for them. Right. Right. Uh, you know, I think processing that it's you know Timothy McVeigh will never know that I've forgiven him. And I've never had that interaction. Um, oh, there's a great uh, when the Pope was shot. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was Paul II, mm-hmm. and he actually got to go to the guy's cell and tell him that he forgave him. Right. Uh, you know, when when everything within us wants to lash out to get revenge, mm-hmm. to do all those things that we want to do that our human nature wants to do. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus says, no, you need to forgive them. Mm-hmm. And and so, so this, that's another thing. Forgiveness is a choice. Yeah. We can choose to forgive and we can choose to not forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and this was, oh, there's, a, there's another way to put this, but I call it a victim versus a survivor mentality. Oh, growth, a growth, having a growth mindset. That's what another person told me. But, mm-hmm. but just, just that idea that, you know, I can, I can be a victim and I can wear, you know, this, this trauma you know, where, you know, that's the thing. I, I, while this is one of the things that defines me, it's not the defining thing yeah, for me. Right. You know, right. that's, that's the thing. It's not like I go around going, Hey, my mom was killed in the Oklahoma city bombing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to me, that's, that's very much a victim mentality. They use it to manipulate people, to change people's perception of them mm-hmm. versus a, a growth mindset or a survivor mindset, which says, you know, I, I am, I'm going to take this mm-hmm. and I'm going to use it to do good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, and that's the thing. That's when, when people say, Oh wow, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you didn't know because that means that I'm living my life yeah. and I've, yeah. I, you know, again, it will always be a part of me that, sure. that will always, my mom, you know, is memorialized at the Oklahoma city bombing Memorial. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's pictures of her and there's, uh, you know, things that we have donated Mm-hmm. to the museum to portray on her behalf. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's always going to be a part of me, but again, it's, it's my choice and how I let that right. continue to impact or, or for, for us, as we forgive the wrongs that have been done to us, how we, how we look at that. Do I grow, learn and grow from this mm-hmm. or do I, or am I stuck? Yeah. Am I stuck in this, in that moment that happened to me? Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or do I move past, you know, kind of, again, back to, you know, cancer mm-hmm. people, you know, who, who's cancer survivors. They're, they're inspiring Yeah. because, because they're fighting through it. They're, you know, they're, they're going to, 
you know, one way or the other, they're going to get through it and it, cancer may take them. It may not, but you know, they're right. going to make the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and the, and the other thing I think about with scripture is, is a lot of times, you know, you think, oh, well, forgiveness is, you know, I should just be able to do it one time and then I'm done. And I think another scripture, the way that I read it, you know, you know, they say, well, how many times do I forgive? And Jesus says 70 times seven, which basically is he's saying ultimately a bunch, you know, (laughs) like there's never ending Mm -hmm. is that is that I still have to forgive him. Mm. Um, It'll creep up in me. You know, Mm -hmm. those feelings, those thoughts creep up in me, Mm -hmm. that anger, that bitterness creeps Mm -hmm. up. And I'm like, no, I'm going to forgive today. I'm going to forgive and I'm going to move past that. And I I think, I think that's something else. We think that forgiveness is just a a one and done thing and and it's not. So anyway, so all of those lessons Mm -hmm. that, that I have, you know, just kind of, again, from reading, from study, from just life happening, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, is, is all part of the process counseling. I mean, I, you know, I, I went to counseling to help, process some of the anger and and all that stuff Uh, my wife now when we were dating at the time she you know after it happened she's like you know you're really angry Hmm. and so i went to counseling and and Mm -hmm. help you know help me process that so so lots of different Hmm. things you know again it's not like it was super easy yeah you know it wasn't like you know it was you know two weeks so you know april 29th i was good yeah you know i had forgiven him no 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 it it took you know and i would say again back to i continue to forgive i continue to choose forgiveness yeah yeah and and you know and that's the thing too is is uh you know and and like you said uh, i didn't know that you had this experience and i'd i'd spend a week hanging out with you you know and it never came up and and because you you don't i mean because if you don't forgive then all of a sudden it just consumes you and and it right and um but you know i i did you know when when it always when it came up on just recently you know the anniversary you know Mm -hmm. i thought about you and i'm sure you think about that on that day and so sometimes things pop back up don't they (laughs) that you think you talk about so and plus uh, you know forgiveness i mean uh revenge doesn't work does it no no (laughs) right because you just it's just a it's just a black hole of just perpetual it's like a prank war yeah right (laughs) who who wins in a prank war no one i mean eventually it gets to the point where everybody loses or ends up in the hospital i mean you know it's it's forgiveness and and revenge is the same way yeah Everybody yeah. loses or you end up in the hospital or worse. Right. And that's, that's the thing. You, you end up in the same way. Yeah, no, that's, that's another, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching recently. One of the things that I love doing, Ronnie, is my kids that are teenagers watching old eighties flicks. Like we binge watch <laughs> back to the future and the Indiana Jones. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so we were watching the karate kid the other night and oh. uh, um, the Mr. Miyagi, when, you know, Daniel son's getting his rear end kicked by the Cobra Kai and, uh, uh, and and Daniel wants to learn karate, and Mr. Miyagi says, "Why well, I learned karate?" And he says, "Revenge." And Mr. Yep. Miyagi says, uh, "Start digging two graves." Uh, you know, if, if oh, that's yeah. your motivation. Yeah. So, uh, man, so what what else do you have? Because your whole process of forgiveness. I mean, listen, we we I, I have to forgive just somebody that cuts me off in traffic every night. and you and, and you went through this process of forgiving one of the most notorious people so i mean kudos to you so anything else on this whole process that you went through forgiveness wise as you grew as a disciple in this area yeah i would say that one last thing that i was thinking about was you know a lot of people say well i just can't i just mm-hmm. can't forgive mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and i would say it's not that you can't it's that you won't 
Uh, you know, again, going back to forgiveness is a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and maybe that's another way, especially as disciples is, uh, is thinking about, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe I can't forgive, mm-hmm. but the Christ in me can. Mm, that's good. You know, that, 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 you know, because we are a new creation and, and you know, you're right. The old meaning, I could never forgive him for that. Mm-hmm. I would hang on to that, mm-hmm. but the Christ in me can. Wow. The Christ in me can overcome that. The Christ in me can can love him, mm. can hope for the best for him. Because I mean, that's ultimately where we want to get to is a, in a place of forgiveness. Mm. Mm. Is not just I'm okay with you existing, mm-hmm. but I want better for you. Mm. You know, I want God's best for you. Wow. Now, now, and that's a different step right there. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's you know that's uh, to me that's the ultimate step, and and and, I, and again, this goes back to our idea, our view of heaven. Mm-hmm. If we're not, if I'm not okay, and this and this is this is where the rubber really meets the road. If I'm not okay with the thought of whoever it is, Timothy McVeigh or whoever is wrong, me mm-hmm. being in heaven with me someday, mm-hmm. then heaven won't be heaven for me. I mean, you know, that's the thing. If if I'm not okay with him shaking my hand as I come into the gate Wow! with that thought, wow. then heaven won't be heaven for me. Wow! Heaven will be hell because I'll be like, well, what's he doing here? Uh, He's not supposed to be here. Or they're not supposed to be there. She's not supposed to be here. Uh, wow. and, and so, so I think, I think that's, you know, as disciples, again, that's ultimately what we're working towards yeah. is, is wishing God's best. And what would God's best be that, that, that that person would spend an eternity with God. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and so, yeah. you know, and, and, and so hopefully that's, you know, again, that's, that's what we're working towards. We're working, working yeah. towards whatever it is in that wrong. So, yeah. wow. Yeah. Hope that makes sense. No, dude, that was, that was good. That was good. Um, yeah, because ultimately, you know, we, when people wrong us, you know, our first instinct is, okay, I might not give them what they deserve, but God's coming. So watch out. And God's like, eh. You know, I kind of want this person to change. I I want this person to be redeemed, too, you know. I know you're praying for them to get squashed by, like, a satellite from outer space. (laughs) But I'm I'm hoping that they experience grace and forgiveness, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that that stinks. That's a that's offensive to me. Almost, you know, is that my enemies yeah. who wrong me? God wants them to do well. But you're right. Yep. We have to get on board with that too. If we're going to really call ourselves disciples, right? Yep. Wow. Because because what does Jesus pray on the cross? Yeah. I mean, you know, these guys are whipping him, killing him. They're mm-hmm. they're in the process of torturing him to death. Mm-hmm. Father, forgive them. Yeah. Father, forgive them. Yeah. Oh. I'd be like, where's come on? Where's that hellfire brimstone stuff that you you know <laughs> the sulfur and stuff you rain down in the Old Testament? That's, right. That's what I want. <laughs> That's right. Jesus, man, he ugh. he's good. He's awesome. Yeah. He, everybody listening should think about following him. Just saying. Yeah. Good call. Good call. <laughs> uh, man, hey Ronnie, that I, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I appreciate hey, your so story, welcome. and I think everybody listening. I mean, if you can't. If you if it's hard for you to forgive the person that you set across in your cubicle because they stole your pencil, listen to Ronnie's story, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll then we'll talk. But um, just an inspiration, dude. I appreciate you a lot coming on here and sharing your story with us. Hey, you're so welcome, Dwayne. I, I appreciate you. All right, man. Well, I'll talk to you later, buddy. Thank you. Okay. Yep. All you're right. welcome. Talk to you later. Thanks. All right. That uh, was the bye bye. That was the Reverend Ronnie Fields. Uh, coming on and joining us. Um, check us out at Facebook, um, uh, CovenantChurchAda.com, and go out and love each other and forgive each other as Jesus has forgiven you.
Have a good day.